as a kid, we were led to believe that those manhole covers come up very easily right. and without any equipment, <laughs> yeah. and that is not the case. They're very heavy. Yeah. Our favorite part of the movie or show are the credits at the start and the end. The songs are like a long-lost friend. Credits score. Where credits get the credit they're due. All right. Welcome, dudes and dudettes. To Credit Score Podcast episode... Is this 11? No, yeah. no, no, it can't I, be. I don't know why you took control at, of this opening here. Why not? I'm a little, I'm a little upset. We, we didn't plan it out, so I, know. I just decided I, to just, do it. I just, I just feel so <laughs> kind of violated. <laughs> like, I didn't even get a shot. Well, you know, too bad. You got to do it when you have a chance. Yeah. So, um, you said dudes and dudes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I sure did. Is um, there a reason, or are you just saying that just for the heck of it? No, that's just what I always say. Oh, every, okay. Every, haven't I done that every single podcast so far? Dudes and dudettes? Um, yeah. Well, you, you, I, from now on, I think you should. <laughs> no, we're doing the original 1990 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, and we have a very special guest, very special treat for everybody, because this is our first guest. Well, first of all... But for, for those of you that are new here, the, the man who is the, speaking of dudes and dudettes, oh, yeah. that is Gary Dudak over there. And that's Max Miller over there. Sorry, I figure they already know us by now. You know, kind of Some people need the introductions, man. <laughs> that's this true. Is, you that's know, true. Any new listeners As, as famous there. as we are, mm-hmm. it's, it's, some people still don't know. Yeah, we gotta, for, for like Roy in uh, Nebraska, True. just figured out how this internet thing works. That's right. <laughs> he needs to know who we are. And my father-in-law. But yeah, we're so famous now that people are like clamoring for us to just keep getting bigger and better. So we decided to add a third microphone. Yeah, we got a guest this week, which is, yeah. And I I don't know how he got in touch with us. It was pretty hard to get. Yeah. Really hard to get. He is a kin of mine and a former co-worker of both of ours. True. And his name is Corey Dudak. Brother of mine. Corey, say hello, everybody. Hi, everybody. And we picked this one because me and uh, I'd say, how many times do you think we watched this growing up? Uh, I would say it was probably daily at some point. (laughs) Yeah, probably. (laughs) There was a few summers where I'd say we watched this every single day. Just in the past month, right? Yeah, Yeah, we pop in the DVD still. Yeah, so I was was seven when this movie came out, 1990. It was March 30th. I actually remember going to the theater with my dad to see it. Uh, probably you too. Did we? I was gonna say I don't remember going, but maybe maybe we did. Maybe you, it was just you would have been was, three and a half years old. I don't, I don't know. think you would take a three. And yeah. A half. Well, maybe you would. I don't I don't know. Know. Our dad was pretty wild. He might have. Yeah. This seems like a movie you take a three and a half year old to and just like let him do his thing. Sit and there. He'll and probably be, be entertained. Uh, it's yeah. a little, little violent. Maybe we'll our, get to that. Our mom <laughs> claims that we were always really well behaved kids, so maybe we just went there and sat there and we're good. But I don't know. Corey was a little bastard though. So I mean, at three and a half years old. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. know about that, but yeah, well, shit. I think from what I remember, <laughs> I mean, I was perfect, obviously, but I was eight. So, I, but so this was like, I, I guess for the, for the three of us, this is this is this is this was our life, child time, yes. for sure. Yes. yes, I had every single Ninja Turtle toy yep. possible. Yep. I remember I had this giant carrying case where you put them all in. And you just carried them around yeah. and showed off which ones you had. And, that's, and that was my... And for those who maybe are a little too young or too old to know that the toys were all from the cartoon. Like, they were the... the They looked more like the cartoon animated characters, basically. Right. And you had all the side characters. Like, I had, like, Rocksteady and Bebop uh, toys. And, like, they came with all the weapons. And they came with, like... Uh, vehicles and accessories and shit like that. We had a say v- vehicles. Yeah, vehicle. v- ve- that was a very heavy H. Vehicle. <laughs> vehicles. <laughs> How do you say it? Vehicles. Oh well, you know, I <laughs> pronounce things a little weird. My brother says Taco Bell weird. Say well, it. I'll say Taco Bell, but I do it. I it like, started like, wrong emphasis. Yeah, yeah like yeah. as a joke. Like if you were going to Six Flags, you would say I'm going to go to Six Flags. So just I, I did it to like annoy my sister at first, and then it, now it is stuck to where I yeah, can't so stop annoy doing everyone it. with it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Emphasizes the wrong syllables to where you want to just beat the shit out of them for doing it. But yeah, no, we we. I don't think I was ever more excited as a child to go see a movie than I was this this movie. There are two movies actually that I remember being stoked for: Land Before Time. Oh yeah, and that what, was like what eighty eighty eight, I think. Yeah. So I was like five years old. Yeah, and and this one, and I mean, you know, it lives up to the hype. You know, it's true. <laughs> let's get let's get into this a little bit, just because uh, are these the first credits we've, we're doing where there's not like a song or a theme or it's just kind of these the, are the action of the movie is happening. 
These are our first movie credits that we've done with with an opening scene before the title sequence. I think every other movie we've done, we did Napoleon Dynamite, starts with the title sequence. Uh, Saturday Night Fever starts with the title sequence. What was their movie? Well, oh, I mean, Happy, Happy it, Gilmore. It, Saturday Night Fever is a little like it, it is a title sequence, but it is also kind of what. Well, there's action. Yeah, but yeah, it, but yeah. it's but right away the credits are showing. Yeah, this has like a cold open or like an opening scene with no credits showing. Okay, so we'll discuss the yeah. cold open a little bit and watch a little bit of it, and um, before we officially get into the credits, which is what we care about the most. Yeah, Corey, why don't you set us what? up before with this opening scene here, if you if you recall what how the movie kicks off. Okay, so it's like stock footage of New York followed by old-timey newspaper stands with TVs in them and things like that, so you can really tell it's the 90s. I kind of noticed that. Yeah, late uh, 80s, early it true. Out. And then pretty much it's just beating you over the head with there's a lot of crime in the city and there's these yeah, new and people. I, something I noticed about the crime, like they're, they're saying how awful the crime is and it's like a guy taking a wallet out of his <laughs> yeah, pocket, like politely. Yeah. Like it's, and it's, it's not it's, like... It looks like like just a string of pickpocketers, basically. Right, yeah. it's, it's very <laughs> PG crime yeah. because this is a kid's... I mean, they show. couldn't say that they couldn't show like somebody getting beat to death and thrown in a dumpster or whatever to rob them. But I mean, that lady does lose her TV though. That's a pretty funny that's part. A, yeah, and that's a bummer. Yeah, that's, too. and yeah, that's, that's upsetting. And that is the highlight I would think of the pre-credits. Yeah, credits, yeah. is that like stand-up. So and we, weird so we and yeah. So in, in this cold open, we hear the voiceover of April O'Neil, one that's of the right. main characters. Woo. I mean, put the beer down, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already, I'm already getting a little bit too excited for April O'Neil. We were all in love with her as a kid. Mm-hmm. You, you were just like, yeah, totally. The, yeah. the cartoon. You were. I was jealous of Casey Jones. I didn't really know what I was jealous of at that at that point, but I, I was. I, I don't know how much we'll it. talk about Casey Jones in this because he's not in the opening credits. True, but disappointment true. in this movie. Wait, what do you mean disappointment in this movie? I was disappointed with Casey Jones. Oh, in this movie. you didn't like Casey the no, the guy I didn't like the representation of Casey Jones. Oh, I don't know about that. Really? Uh, okay. Yeah, well. I, well Let's let's listen to some of this cold open and then we can fight bare knuckled. Sounds like something a punker <laughs> a punker would say. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> anyway, okay, so yeah, so April O'Neil has introduced every viewer to this movie that there's a big crime wave, big pickpocketing crime wave, <laughs> and she is a star. You know, lo- local news, uh, whatever anchor woman, I guess. Oh, and Burger King because they got in a sponsor. Like there was like you can see like product placement in the movie. I noticed a lot too. <laughs> oh, so I love like it. Burger King wrappers and stuff sitting around in the opening. Oh, I didn't even and realize later, that. There's like Domino's and yeah, stuff. Yeah, Domino's we'll talk we'll touch on yeah. because uh, yeah, pizza is obviously a big thing. But okay, so the end opening scene is is coming up here. Or sorry, before we get to the credits, so go ahead and hit that, Max. April has signed off and she's leaving the news building. She's chatting with her boss yeah. and a little small talk, and she's walking out. Just classic April. It, it's late. You can hear sirens in the city because of all those pickpockets. Uh-huh. And uh, she's walking. In the darkest, in darkest back parking lot alley, yeah. She hears a rat. Mm-hmm. Or she hears what she thinks is someone behind her, but it's a rat. Yeah, yeah. A um, little nod to... Uh, Splinter. Yep. Splinter. <laughs> so she's jumped on... To something to hide from the rat, and she realized she's okay. Yeah, everything's so fine. There's no one after her. Yeah, nothing ominous about this at all. Yes. Time to go get in your car and head home. Oh, and she's wearing the yellow raincoat that she always wears. This too. is a big scene for the Foley artist. I feel like there's a lot. Of, it's, it's very <laughs> obvious that these are not noises that were picked up while they're recording. It's the, very the keys like jingling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And someone like <laughs> rubbing their foot on sandpaper. Uh oh! Oh, this guy. These there's a couple of thugs. Mm-hmm. They're dressed like Gary. They're just sleeveless shirts, <laughs> mostly ripped jeans. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and we should point stealing, out. We should, go ahead. Sorry. Stealing from the news van. Yep. Yep. And we should point out who the head thug is here. Who's the head thug? The hit play. Go. Bad timing. You're telling me. Get a purse. Hey, get a purse. I gotta pause. So you didn't realize you didn't recognize that head thug. I didn't. That head thud, Corey. Uh-huh. Sam Rockwell. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> oh. This is like his first role. Oh, wow. You didn't know that was him in the whole movie? No, how like, am I supposed to know that? Well, I mean, like, because you might not know here, but later on. Oh, he... I have not watched this movie since oh. I was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to do real bad with my quiz for you later oh, then. I yeah. Gotta... <laughs> oh, great. Another quiz for me. That's great. Wow, that is great. Yes. Can, we can end this here. I'm satisfied with this podcast. Sam Rockwell is like, he's like the lead street gang thug that ends up kind of recruiting kids later to the foot. The Foot Clan throughout oh, why, the entire why movie. Why does he talk about it, that more often? Well, you know, he's an Oscar winner now, but this, this but is... But I would be like, if this would be the first thing in my acceptance speech. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I want to thank uh, the 1990s cast of the Ninja Turtle. That, that would have been amazing if you would have done that. So cool. <laughs> anyway, so April gets attacked. She gets jumped um, by because she you know accidentally walked in upon the street gang stealing from the news. Uh, right, but they just want to like take like her uh, pocketbook. Yeah, yeah. They want to rip her purse. Nothing, yeah. yeah. I don't think they wanted to take it. I think now we're just at a point because she caught them stealing from the van, right? That well, but just... he does say, get a purse, get a purse. Right. So it's like, yeah, it's kind of unclear what their motive is. Because like, if they're worried about her busting them, they would beat the shit out of her and leave probably, right? Or like maybe even kill her uh, if they were a real tough street gang. But they just want to like knock her down and steal her purse. This so. is They're less tough than uh, the gang and like uh, Oliver. They're less tough than the newsies, basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's see what happens to April here. Okay, so... <laughs> so I, the yelling of, I got her watch, yeah. shows that they just want to rip her, rip her off. Take- and you hear, like, the... See, again, the Foley artist. Yep, Good yep. job, guys. Okay, and you see... The side, the little sword that is Raphael's weapon. Yep, the handheld like flip th- to hit the light to knock out the light, mm-hmm. but it doesn't hit the light bulb and knock it out. Well, what did it do? Go, Look, if you can go let's back. Let's go back just briefly. real quick here. Right, it's gonna be. Right, right there. It doesn't oh, hit yeah. the light bulb. It just hits the light. <laughs> Dude, I never noticed the light that. Bulb is, why wouldn't you even just like fix that in post somehow? Like just yeah, just make light. it go yeah. black. Yeah. Dude, that's hilarious. So, so the, it doesn't even knock the light bulb. And plus, like, he's a ninja, right? What was his plan? Why is he throwing his only weapon, or I mean, one of two, at the light and then just leaving it wherever it lands? And why not use a brick or something? Yeah. You know, and like as we'll see, that's that plays a big role on these opening credits too. <laughs> like when the credits are playing, that's that's. That he, side plays the role in the entire movie. It's yeah. like, it sets up the whole downfall of, of the turtle, or like yeah. the problem the turtles have. And he didn't even knock <laughs> out the light bulb, even though the lights go out. Dude, that is hilarious. So now the lights are out, and you hear all this noise. By the way, I one of the facts I read was that this sequence, the only reason the lights are knocked out and that's fight is because they couldn't they didn't have the time to choreograph another fight sequence. I guess this was like shot towards the end. Exactly. And they I think they they had reached their limit on how long they could wear the goddamn suits because they were so the the suits took a beating in all the other fight scenes that they were so beat up and they couldn't afford to make more suits for them for this scene. So they just ninja sounds. Big Foley artist scene yeah. here. Anyway, I'm going to skip a little bit. So they, they these guys are No, attacks. no, no, don't skip because it's very important oh, that the Foley uh, artists <laughs> the Foley artist obviously is on display. But that's the first turtle voice you hear there. Once again, Sam Rockwell is one of the uh, thugs arrested. So it's so he got arrested at the beginning of the movie, yet he's out of jail and everything well, right you at the know, end of the movie. He, back in those days, you know, you could just kind of get a slap on the wrist back yeah, on the streets. You, yeah, you maybe yeah. do a couple hours for stealing a, yeah. a wallet and exactly. then you're back out. Yeah. But they were like just unloading a full van. I mean, you think maybe he like lied and ratted the rest of them out? To get I it? mean, it's unclear what they were charged for. Maybe it was like attempted burglary or just petty theft or something. I mean, we're not talking about MS-13 here. Just a little slap on the wrist and they're back on the streets. But yeah, so the Turtles, we have learned have tied up the entire gang and the cops show up April O'Neil is fine and then play it for mom play it for mom thought I'd seen it all okay that sound you hear is Raphael's head popping up from beneath the sewer pushing the, the manhole up coming up yep he sees his sigh on the streets which by the way as a kid, we were led to believe that those manhole covers come up very easily right. and without any equipment, <laughs> yeah. and that is not the case. They're very heavy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm fine. Rest right here while we deal with these guys. April sees the side. Heavy, heavy breathing from the turtle. Ted, give John a hand. She's got the sigh in her hands. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> Everyone do it. Oh, man. So, Raphael has lost his sigh that did not even knock out the light bulb. Yeah, and it was it right out. there. Like, the sigh was right there. By the way, this all, like, assumes that the cops were just seconds away from being there. So, they had to hurry in the sewer 
before the cops showed up. Like, but really, they would be like they would have tied the guys up and probably been able to have a few seconds to you know gather their things. And how did the cops get there so quick? I don't think those guys would have gotten too much done anyway. The cops were there right after <laughs> exactly. that fight, which was a like a three and a half second fight. Yeah, yeah. It's there's a lot of uh, logistical time things that don't quite make sense. But we see April O'Neil grab the sigh and put it in her it's bag. All about the sigh. I think I think it's just because they don't come across size too often in the sewers. Maybe it's taken him 15 years to find two size. So that's why he's so upset. <laughs> that's true. That's because they, they don't have backups. Like apparently, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty easy to make a backup like bow for Donatello probably, sure. but a size is just like, that is some primo weapons right there. And that sets up the full, pretty much all you need to know for the actual credits is that he's missing his size. Yeah. He's yeah. Very... So now we can actually get into the part that we care the most about. Yeah, that's, him saying "damn," right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's my, when, yeah, when you were a little kid, little Gary. Oh, like, I could see little Gary like, "Oh, this is my, this is a whole new world for me." It's like these aren't your cartoon turtles, Dad. I looked over and <laughs> yeah. said, "Yeah, you came home. Did you come home and cuss at your mom?" <laughs> I wonder how many parents like covered their kids' ears and immediately just left probably ours. At the first day. Probably our mom actually, if she would have been there. I actually nudged Corey and I was like, "Huh, pretty sweet, huh, bro?" And I, I actually don't remember that at all. Yeah, but I, I assume I did. Three and a half year old Corey, <laughs> she elbowed him in the ear. <laughs> All right, hit play and let's hear this. Oh, there it was. I almost talked over it. Here we go. Yeah. Okay. Can we talk about this music a little bit? Is this? We officially have the credits with the the Geffen Company. Mm-hmm. The Geffen. Um, uh, we should mention that this was an independent film, right? Which yep. is surprising. It feels like a blockbuster attempted film. Yeah. So Corey actually did this like roundup of like twenty three fun facts about this movie a long time ago. I did. I looked that up too, just so I'd have. Um, it was at our old job actually. Um. And I remember, like, basically tons of studios passed on this because they were worried that, like, the cartoon transition of the movies hadn't worked in the past for, like, He-Man. Yeah. Uh, what was that movie called? Master of the, Master Univer- of Master the Universe. Master of the Universe. Yeah. So, it's- they all just were like, fuck this. We're not even going to give it a chance. And so, Golden Harvest and, like, Limelight and uh, New Line Cinema picked it up, basically. Right, which was, New Line was kind of new. It was, like, B-level was new horror new movies and stuff yeah. like that. Uh-huh. So, anyway, so, yeah, we're in the credits. We hear the... Which is, like, it, I can't think of music that is a better transition from the 80s to the 90s than what's in these <laughs> yeah. opening credits. Yeah, it's kind of like, uh, I don't know, easy hip-hop a little bit with a little bit of synth. It's yeah, but synth. it still has that 80s exactly, music in it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think the name of the song, does anybody know the name of the song? Like, the, the actual... Uh, oh, it's not just, like, th- the theme? I think I could be wrong about this because uh-huh. I, I, I tried to research it and it was hard to do. But the guy who did the music for the movie, his name is like John Duprez. And this song is called Turtle Rhapsody. Pretty sure. No, because Turtle Rhapsody, which we'll listen to later, but it's a little this, bit, it's the same thing. It's, it sounds exactly the same. Uh. It's just, it, it's, it's the same tune with different instruments. I'm pretty sure, unless I have this all wrong, uh-huh. in which case it's just a title sequence music and, and whatever. But uh, anyways, let's carry on. We're in a sewer We're now. Entering the sewer. It's all set. Yeah, yeah. Way. Yeah, hit pause. Real a quick. limelight production. Corey's right. Um, what do you said? It's all. I mean, the whole thing was like a set. I guess they only shot like four days of the movie in New York, I think, and the rest of it was like Wilmington. Yeah, all the indoor, all the interior yeah. scenes. And, yeah. But like this, I guess the sewer was just a humongous fake sewers i mean i guess are it you would telling need to be. me that they did not go down to the <laughs> sewers of new york city to shoot this with these giant turtle costumes but uh, but apparently they did go to like new york and they, they found like an abandoned subway station and like the production uh designer and like the art art department guy like took photos of the how it looked to try to like mimic it in the new north carolina studio or whatever how authentic do you think they got it i mean it, i believed it i bought it growing up didn't you I, yeah, I, this, is, this is what I think all sewers look like. I have not been into a sewer since I saw this movie, and I assume that's what they all look like. Matt's actually was one of those kids who got stuck in a sewer shortly after this came out and had to be rescued by, like, thousands of cops and, and fire department people. I blocked that out of my It was a national story about it, yeah. It was a dark, idiot, time, idiot a dark kid. time of my life. Idiot kid from Northridge watches turtles get stuck in sewer. The idiot kid headlines are always the best ones. The ones that start with that. I, I think I think I originated the idiot kid headlines. Still better than Florida Man. Okay, we just saw a Steve Barron film. That's a gross sewer. Okay, we see this is our like besides that little head popping up. This is our first uh, shot of the turtles as seen their shadows. Mm-hmm. 
and they're moving in. Dudes and dudettes, Major League butt kicking is back in town. Oh, yeah. All right. Official logo Official is on lo- the screen. And it's the cartoon logo. Yes. Um, you did hear my main man, Mike, say dudes and dudettes. I did hear that, yes. And you can tell based on their silhouettes, their shadows, that Leonardo has the swords. Yes. And, you know, Mikey's the second guy. And then you can see that the, the turtle jumping here is Donatello because it's the bow staff on his back. Okay. But this always bothered me as a kid. Because it like lends itself, it makes it look like the turtle jumping is gonna jump around the corner, but it's like a, it's different. It's like you know, it doesn't match up. Does it, is that the only person yeah. that's bothered by that as a kid? Did I, you, I love it. Yeah, did your parents have to sit you down and tell you how shadows work? <laughs> <laughs> they should have, because it always just it was like it played a, you know it's like a trick of the eye to me. It tricked me. I, I did it. I understand that I was an idiot child as well. I would have loved to see you watching Peter Pan. <laughs> That whole scene probably three for a loop. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyways, hit play. Awesome. So, oh, so that's Leonardo who jumps exactly. into the scene. So that pit that you sure I, that wasn't Leonardo's? Uh, no, it's not because Le- Leonardo has the X of his swords on uh-huh. the silhouette, and he's first. And then you see the next turtle walk, and that's Michelangelo. And the third turtle is the one that jumps. So it's like Donatello just did a celebratory jump around the corner. We don't see it. Okay. And does, then Leonardo jumps around the corner. That's does the, that also mean that Leo saw him do it and like stole his thunder pretty at much, the last second? Yeah, because then Leo jumps after the shadow has already landed. I like that. The little Leo trying to get, the, get all the credit for that cool jump. I mean, it's kind of classic Leonardo if you think about it. He was, he was the leader, but he was also like the nerd, you know? So. But Donatello was the nerd, wasn't no, he? No, Donatello was the... Was like the scientist on the cartoon. But oh, the, not on this though. I guess yeah, he's not right. a nerd on the movie. Oh my god, you guys are you guys are the nerds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just sitting here watching you go back and forth. And we should also point out that Donatello was not a nerd in the movie because he was voiced by the one and only Corey Feldman, who was pretty hot shit at the time. So. Right, but he did not get paid a lot apparently well, to do know. the voice. Yeah, but even does, though he was like, it was he was Corey Feldman yeah. in the '80s. He was you know the yeah. king. Um. So so they all so so uh. Leonardo has the swords. Mm-hmm. Donatello has the staff. Not not staff. He doesn't have staff. He doesn't have workers infection. for him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Michelangelo has nunchucks. Yeah. And Raphael, and Raphael is, has the size. Yeah, but Those, one size, obviously, in this movie. Okay. Yeah. One one size. He's one size short of a of a. That's like the same weapon that I would have. Is a si- spelled differently. It's the S I G H. Yeah, my yeah. weapon of choice. Yeah. You're, just one side. Your one audible, your side. audible size really yeah. made bring the whole room down, and then you're able to kick their ass because you've depressed everybody with your size. All right, so yeah, so now we see Leonardo. He's the first turtle that we see like a full costume of full costume. Which these costumes to to this day still impress me. And, and Jim Henson was like said that they were like the hardest thing he's ever done. And I think it was one of the last things he did, right? Well, he I don't because of, think... was it was because of this. <laughs> I killed like, him. too much work. <laughs> that turtles movie never should have done it. Too much work. No, I think he, I think his company started this, and then he might have. I just burped, by the way. That's my first beer burp. Oh, good. That's uh, the, it, we're officially underway yeah. when Gary Sorry burps into yeah. the microphone. I was kind of just like, yeah, you're a little for close it. to him yeah, too. For, that's got to suck. Yeah, yeah, it's not a pleasant smell. Yeah, that's but... Gary, it's Gary's weapon of choice. <laughs> The burp, the single yeah. burp, the yeah. sausage burp. If we had our own weapons, you'd have the sigh, S-I-G-H. I'd have the burps. Troy, what would your weapon be? Uh, an unconventional weapon. Gosh, I uh, the sigh, the, other, the real sigh. Real- I would. I took it from April. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're actually a pickpocket. An actual weapon, yeah. <laughs> an actual knife. <laughs> you pickpockets April and takes her sigh. All right, so... Um, Let's Anyways. see some more of these costumes because yes. they're fantastic and they're much better than the CGI new the turtle movies. Re- yeah, yeah, the reboot. Some <laughs> righteous Bossa Nova. Okay, so awesome, righteous, and then Corey Feldman with the Bossa Nova. Yep. Why Bossa Nova? He just he doesn't know how to say the cool words. He's trying to be cool, but he doesn't know how to. Is say Is that it. Donatello's thing? It it kind of comes back at the end, and then like in the middle somewhere, him and Casey Jones are like doing names back and forth. But he's doing good on that one. That was yeah, a game. Well, that was but that's like smarter words though. Like those, or no, no, those were insults, right? Yeah, they're alphabet insults. True. It's like it's basically just he's just can't quite grasp the cool words like you know righteous, you know gnarly, bo- bodacious, and stuff like that. So he says Bossa Nova, which 
I had no clue what it meant when I was a kid. I just thought it was it was funny. But now it's a it's a delicious restaurant here in LA. Yeah, I don't think that's what it meant. So I, no, I don't think he was referencing the restaurant that would soon come to be. I don't think so either. But what I'm saying is now I always think of turtles whenever I see that restaurant. So you know, but I don't know why he said Bossa Nova. I think it's just a Brazilian. I don't even know what it means. Is it kind of dance? Maybe. Yeah, maybe a Brazilian. Don't fact check us. Yeah. Ever. Well, you can. And go ahead and email uh, creditsstorepodcast at gmail.com. How are the emails, Max? Are I have, we I have some? not checked the emails. <laughs> I have not checked the emails. So wait, Gary wait, likes wait. to drop the email in every episode, and I all these weeks, never check them. I've been waiting for the emails to pile up so I can finally respond to all my fan mail, and you're saying that you haven't. You're one friend who wants to know. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> but on that note, don't forget to like the like us on Instagram and Twitter, uh, Credit Store. Yeah, podcast. follow us and comment on us and tell us when we're wrong so we can ignore and you. Tell us what Bossa Nova meant back in 1990. Bossa Nova. Okay, so they're not. They did not. They're like, what is yeah. Bossa Nova? No, I don't tell. They're lame. not familiar with the restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> Chevy Nova. Oh, yeah. Chevy Nova. Chevy Nova. Yeah, we get that reference. That's a, a, a shitty car back in the day. Yeah. yeah. From the 70s or 80s? I don't know about I think it was 70s. Yeah. And the joke was that it translated to no-go, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, Spanish. okay. So, Bossa Nova, he goes to Chevy Nova. Mm-hmm. But don't worry. Third time's the charm for Donatello, okay. I have a feeling. Okay. Excellent! Yeah. yeah! Excellent. Excellent. And they're okay with that. Yeah, that's fine. Why didn't he just go with excellent to begin with? Well, because he was trying to be a little bit too cool. You know, okay. like like Corey over here. Yeah. You know, he tries his little brother trying to fit in with his older. I'm assuming that he's maybe like the younger brother, Donatello. Maybe? I don't. I, I don't really know how the age worked. I mean, I know, know they're, they're probably all, all the same age. They're all teenagers, but maybe they're. I mean, how how do? Well, there is an origin story about them later on. Yeah. So it makes it seem like they're all the same age. But you know, maybe he's like the little brother, just trying to be a little too cool. Does it is it is it they're all the same age, but like whoever touched the ooze first is slightly older, kind of like twins, yes. like whoever came out first. That's possible. Yeah. Can't rule it out is all I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. But he he okay, drops so, an excellent. So now we got the high fives. We still haven't seen Raphael. Nope. Nope. And they're totally cool with that, apparently. That must just be a normal thing. That Raphael's just like not around. Yeah, because I never yeah. really noticed that until I watched it just this last time he, around. But like they're just completely ignoring him. Yeah. Like was, was Raphael anyone's favorite mine? ever? Corey's. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my. Uh, I guess maybe just because he was the... T- well, on the cartoon, he was more goofy. So maybe uh-huh. I liked him more on that. But like the, he was the, the tough guy, I guess. Yeah, he was a tough guy. He was a little more like brooding like like you were He had a temper. Up. I definitely had a like a temper as a kid. Corey had a temper. Corey was definitely more a little more... Uh, you know, a little more prickly, I would say. A little more... Mm. Let me ask you this. When you guys played the video game, did you guys play the video game? We, any, any of the, we, the Nintendo versions or like the, the arcade? Oh, yeah, or? yeah, we did. The the, I do great. remember the arcade, arcade one was awesome at the bowling alley. Oh, yeah. That, that was oh, sweet. Yeah. Um, my favorite was, was always Michelangelo. What was yours? Well, I mean, Michelangelo <laughs> is like, if I had to do a representation of you, just it would be Michelangelo. And that is not, he is a one dimensional, <laughs> pizza loving party guy. No, that's, the, that's the nicest thing anyone's ever said about me. Thank, thank you very much, Max. That's great. That's great. So, who was your favorite? Let me guess. Probably Leonardo. Boring no, I don't think so. I think, I think, as far as the video game goes, I think I always chose Donatello. Oh, okay. Because like, this guy's got the long sticks. I can. If if my weapon of choice wasn't the side like my sigh, like that's my <laughs> if I had to attack someone, it would be something that has length. I don't have to get too close to them. Okay. Fair if enough. If I can't shoot something, it's gonna be like a long Whack stick. Whack them with that a definitely, yeah, and run the other way. Definitely yeah. noticed that over the years. It's just like in the video game, your favorite should be Donatello yeah. because yeah. he's got that bow and he always just you know, swings, yeah. it's super you know, he can get the bad guys from far away. He has the reach, yeah. yeah. The reach advantage big time. But you're right. So they in the in these credits, they they're not even paying attention to Raphael. Who we learn pretty quickly is Moody, and he's more just, you know, he's more of the angsty teen. Okay. So, as an adult, Raphael would be my favorite, (laughs) because I can relate. That makes sense. I'd still go with Mikey. (laughs) All right. So, let's go a little bit more into these credits here. Uh, Starring Judith Hode. Just flash on the screen. Who's April O'Neil. April O'Neil, yep. Who, by the way, was not in the sequel. They replaced her because yes. apparently she was... She was not happy with what, what the Turtles movie was, apparently. Yeah. So. She was hard to work with, so they replaced... Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hard to work with. Judith, That's don't, listen, don't listen to him. That's what I, I read. I read that she just wasn't happy with the way things turned out. I didn't read hard to work with. What did she think... How did she think they were going to turn out <laughs> in the Ninja question. Turtles movie? Straight, well, it got pretty bad reviews, so maybe she wasn't happy about that. Like At the time, a lot of the uppity, you know, the Eberts and the New York Times of the world... 
gave it kind of shitty reviews. So maybe she was upset about that. I read that in this, you know, this is from the internet and my facts 100% are, true. are usually wrong. But I read that she had worked with Robin Williams on a movie before this. Oh. And so he kind of gave her a little bit of advice because he was like a he was a like a comic yeah. nerd. Like he knew a lot about the comics and just gave her some advice going into it. Maybe she was just taking it super seriously and it was not taken seriously enough. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that's interesting. Interesting. Anyway, so now that the, her credit has flashed, the turtles are talking about how they're hungry. Ooh, we're they major yeah. pizza attack here, dude. And we get rest. Finally. I just want to hit a pause real quick. I'm not sure if you listened to their conversation there about the pizza, but Donatello gets a little bit overzealous for my liking there. About pizza? Yeah. I mean, because like, how could anyone in the world get overzealous about pizza to you? I know that sounds (laughs) hypocritical of me, but Michelangelo says, like, major pizza attack, dude. And And then Donatello says, oh, baby. And he says, pizza, I need it. Oh, baby. He says, oh, baby, twice. It's, it's a little <laughs> much for me. I mean, that's just... I, I guess I never really noticed that conversation. Can you go back to smidge there and, and listen to what they actually say? Come on, let's move it. I'm starving. Ooh, we're baby. major yeah. pizza attack here, dude. Pizza, I need it. Oh, baby. <laughs> Pizza, I, I need, need it. it. And then, oh, oh, baby. Okay, that would creep me out at a party if somebody came in <laughs> and said that. Much. It's kind of. Can you imagine much. someone sidling up to the pizza and be like, oh, baby, pizza, I need it? It's just. It's- I would dive in front of them and grab as many pieces as I wanted before they got to it. Before they sexually <laughs> go all over. Anyways. Um, okay, so- were those your wedding vows? <laughs> <laughs> pizza, oh, baby, I, I need, need it. it. Anyways, I noticed that in recently, and I was like, okay, that's a little much, Don- Donnie. Anyways. Then, well, it's, but it is good to see like how excited he is for pizza, and then cuts her Raph pouting in the background. That is true. Here he comes. True. And you got to get your Corey Feldman's worth. Like, you know, like you got, him true. In the, you got him in the studio. Can you try that again, but a little bit more? You that's know, a like good give point. it a little yeah. bit. You make an excellent point. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they're probably just like, we need the director's The director's cut actually has five O babies in that part. So. <laughs> okay, let's Can't see. have enough Corey Feldman. Let's see what's going on with Raph here. All right. So we got a little another old man from Raph. Yep, yep. Just like in the sewer earlier when his okay. head was popping out. Little joke there. Yep. Give me three. And we got three fingers, these turtles. Uh, casting by Lynn Crussell. Shout oh, out. Thank to, you, Lynn. To Lynn Crussell. Thank you for putting Corey Feldman in this film. Mm-hmm. We enjoy his O oh, baby. <laughs> Very much. I need it. I need it. <laughs> he drops a you got it there too. I'm like, Jimmy three. We were great. Uh, hit pause. Just want to point out that this is based on the characters created by Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird. They're the geniuses behind the turtles. Thank you guys for uh, our childhoods. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. And that then now, my, that, that was one of my first sincere moments on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. But I, this was my childhood. Honestly, thank you guys. Heart, heartfelt thank you. And uh, and then now we're gonna get another sweet Raphael here. I think I heard one of them say we were great. It's 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 starting to, to drag a little yeah. bit with how much like how much they have to say. Yeah, they as they're, have... they're making their way through the sewer. It's yeah. like okay, uh, we're just talking about pizza and how great that fight was, and we've been walking Still for so. six minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Raph looks at his his one sigh. Yep. And he says, damn. And the music drops out with the... Yeah. Do you think Raph is upset that he lost one of his weapons? He is very Because upset. I can't tell at this point. <laughs> yeah. <I'm> only- <laughs> he is very not happy. Did you know that... that oh, I'm sorry. Oh, the The editor there, Sally Menke... She went on to edit like all of Tarantino's films. Oh, like, I did. T- I, yeah, I read that. that. Was, that's that's funny. So this was this was like her um, debut. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Uh-huh. And then he, you know, they they collaborated ever since. But yeah. like, so he was like, started. He was was Reservoir Dogs his the, the, ninety two. So a couple years later. So he was like, I need an editor. Ah, man, Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Ninja Turtles was that was edited very well. That was the shit. Yeah. yeah. You remember that fight sequence where the light went out, but like the light didn't actually go out. Let's get. Her on board. Yeah, so this was a first for Sally Minky, Sam well, Rockwell, and also uh, Scott Wolf and Steve Ulrich were right. uncredited as uh, foot, foot soldiers. Clan. Yep. Okay. Wait, really? Yeah. Like, were they in like costumes? You didn't. See no, them? I think they were just like they joined the gang or whatever. So and just like, like they didn't have lines, they were just like no, extras? no, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Okay, so they were extras. Yeah. So it's not a yeah, it's not a huge deal. 
And then as okay. the music drops out, we get the more of the the sensei vibe. Right. We've moved out of the sewer, like the main sewer, and now we're coming into their lair, I guess. Yes. Right. And we see some tea. Yep. Yep. Very very splinter esque drink. They have to be very quiet. By the way, I always felt like they live a miserable existence when they have to be around Splinter. Like, true. Let, always, let them be themselves. Yeah, they they're just like they can't unwind. And now that the music's dropped out, we see music by John Duprez <laughs> <laughs> on the credit screen, who also did all the music for the Tarantino movies. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that is incorrect. But he did do music for the Monty Python uh, movies. Apparently, that seems fitting. And uh, also, his real name is Trevor Jones. That's oh. just a weird. Oh, Duprez is like. It's a it's a fake name. I like that choice. And he was also part Wait, of. Wait, Gary's reference his notes. <laughs> Looking <laughs> at the notes, good coming. His real name was Trevor Jones, and he was a member of the pop salsa band Modern Romance. Uh, duh, obviously. <laughs> My favorite pop salsa band is Bossa Nova. <laughs> That's probably a real thing. All right. Anyway, shout out to John Duprez, not his real name. <laughs> we see we see <laughs> we see Splinter's furry hand. Mm-hmm. We have had our first battle, Master Splinter. They were many, but we kicked. Oh, don't say it. Don't say it. we yeah. kicked. Was he going to say kick butt or ass? Which, which is too much. Butt. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Either the way, way. The way that it's been going, though, two dams in the first like seven. Yeah, minutes. we could have gotten an ass but, there. But we know that Leo's not quite as edgy as Raph, though. Well, you know, Leonardo. So Leo's the kiss up. Exactly. Leo, Leo wants yeah. to. Yeah. Yeah, that's why he's like bowing right now, and yeah. the other ones are doing stuff in the background. And we should point out, even though the music, the music song has stopped, uh, we're still seeing credits. Director of photography, John. Yeah, it's a very uneven credits. Like exactly. it goes from really like up, up and like happy or not happy, but upbeat. Just, like, yeah, upbeat to calm. To, yeah, so very dark and well, like, now we're with moody. Splinter. But this is this is what we get. Now we understand what it's like to be with the turtles, and then they have to be in front of Splinter. Master Splinter. ruins everything. <laughs> Listen, he's a mentor. Okay, he's a leader. We fought well. Mm-hmm. Were you seen? Okay. Okay. <laughs> we have to address I know how, going with how this. awful this accent has aged <laughs> and how there's inappropriate some, it is. There's some Japanese martial arts uh, stereotypes in the movie, if, that, is, if that's where you're going, yes. It's bad. It's very, very bad. Can we all do our, our best Were You Seen really quick? Let's just go around. We can do, let's, so in, in the second Ninja voice. Turtles movie, the second Ninja Turtles movie, there's one of the best moments, right? Oh, is it, yeah. Is it the oh, second yes. Ninja Turtles movie? It's yeah, the yeah. second one. Where it's, it's I know you're deliberately, about. He's, he pauses when he's, when someone comes in the room and they say, where is Splinter? Yeah. He appears and he says, coming. And then pauses. <laughs> For like five seconds. To a decision. <laughs> Splinter is no, out on the, he's on the roof coming. There's, there's no decision. reason other than they thought it was funny to have him pause it had and to have coming been. I had to have been. in a kid's movie. I hope there's like a deleted scene where like Raph and Mikey are like nice and like bump fists. <laughs> you know, and just like, well there, done, Splinter. Yeah. There is a, I'll, I'll find this and post this in our socials, wherever we post the all of our links. There is a like repeat of him saying, coming, coming. Where's <laughs> yeah. Master Splinter? Coming. 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 What's it? Coming. <laughs> I've seen one too, which is a very long, awkward pause, and they keep cutting back to the turtles, and he's not finishing. Yeah, yeah, and they're just like everyone's uncomfortable. It's so good. This, that was actually the real reason why he didn't want anybody to be seen. He wanted—he's constantly jerking off. Jesus. Anyway, so we've got this awful, stereotypical were, accent. Were you seen that Splinter? And I assume I have not seen the new one, but I assume they abandoned that for Splinter. What do you mean the new? Oh, you mean the like new, the, the new the like, Michael Bay the, ones? The reboot? Yeah. yeah, I haven't seen those either, actually. They shouldn't be seen. I let's feel say. like I don't know. I feel like it's it's probably still similar. Yeah. His his accent. There's still some kinda... sort of you know Asian uh, martial arts. Let's drink a beer again. <laughs> <laughs> Coming. All right, go on. In this, you must never lapse. Even those who would be our allies would not understand. Screenplay by Dodd, Todd Langan and Bobby Herbeck, and the story is by Bobby Herbeck. Yep, and we're I think we're coming to the final credits here. Yeah, and we're going to cut it off. Yep. That's, that's, that's all we, we got. That's it. Our domain is the shadow. Stray from it reluctantly. Well, we're setting up the Mikey joke at you least, do, which is you how they... must strike hard and fade away. So that's the end of the credits. We had directed by Steve Barron. And Steve you must ba- try hard and fade away yep. from Splinter. Yep. 
And Steve Barron is known for also directing Coneheads. That's really all that I. I okay. think he does some Amazon Prime show now too. But okay, um, what what Mikey joke is he said? Well, about? he's got the he's got the phone book out, and he's heading over to the phone to make his phone that's call. Right. And that's where you're ending the credits. Is you're seeing him in the background, which I never noticed before because I I guess these credits are very subtle. Yeah. So they're not really yeah. you know they don't really have like an end point. But I would say that if you also put- when you're three and a half and you're watching this in the theaters, <laughs> I'm like, paying- yeah. oh, this one, this one was directed by Steve Barron. I, I can't wait to see his I, next movie. I love how they set up just right as the credit ends. That's when the first joke begins. Wow. <laughs> but, but just hit play because I feel like the credits actually ends when he says this. Splinter does. Without a trace. There you go. Without a trace. Yep. Does do you, are you guys creeped out by the Splinter puppet? No. No, okay. I, never, I never was. But I did. I did just like learn that it took like three people to move him. So that yeah. probably explains why most of his scenes they got to dial it down. Yeah. And he's just kind of like moving his arms. And was he full puppet? Was there not like someone in the costume, or was there? It doesn't. See, I I don't know. I, I assume if it was three people, then it probably isn't anybody inside of it. Because then, like, <laughs> he's sitting here, and then later he's just chained up to a wall. So he's never really. He's moving. never moving. Never mobile. Yeah. And by the way, one of the puppeteers was uh, the guy who did Elmo. And also, I think Elmo did his voice. I think so. Oh, okay. yeah. But he's not a good guy, right? Well, we don't need to he's... delve into that so okay. much. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, fun fact. Uh, and then, anyways, now we're into the movie. Raphael gets mad right here because he talk- and he tells about losing his sigh. And then, bam, that's the end of the opening credits. We're still credits. talking about this. God, Raphael. Uh, you know, it kind of is important. All They're right? so scared so. of Splinter. Did he abuse them? No, you don't think Absolutely so. You don't not. think there was like some like he was a disciplinarian. Like, I mean, uh, Sally Menke edited this. She's from the Tarantino <laughs> movies. You know the training that uh, yeah, that's right. Her name goes Kill through Bill? Kill Bill. Yeah. yeah, there's it's it's there's a little abusive. Yeah, I guess you're right about that. But I I don't like to I don't want to go down that route. So I'm not going okay. to. That's the end of the credits. We were talking about the, the the costumes a little bit more. Were you fans of the comics before the cartoon? No. I mean, I couldn't have been. No. So I think <laughs> no. I think originally they're they're only supposed to be like three or four feet tall. Like they're they're not turtle tall, you know, but they're big enough that it's weird. Is that yeah. right? Yeah, but because of the co- the costumes and the way the costumes had to work, they had to make them like average size. Yeah, yeah for that the movie, makes sense. so they didn't want to go like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids on it and have them do the whole movie and then just like shoot it in a way where they look two feet shorter than everybody. Yeah. And there's also like the the April kind of there is like a an attraction thing there, kind of, and I guess they wish wanted to be more human. I guess yeah, I don't know. I guess so. It's a little, but it, it, that's where Casey Jones comes in. So let's not get into that either. So, um, one one other thing that one other note that this, I hate Casey Jones in this movie. Get the hell out of here. One other thing I want to point out is uh, when we were talking about how like all the interior scenes were shot um, in North Carolina. Yeah. Is that what you said? I yep. think so. Yeah. yeah. So apparently they were shot by an airport, and the like all, yeah. all all the equipment in the airport was was fucking with the equipment in the face the, the, anima, the, anima <laughs> the animatronics in the face so they would start spasming <laughs> yeah, and shit yeah. like that yeah so they had a lot of issues with that too but that cracks me up i feel like they should have at least like time. turned like a part of that into like when he's recovering in the bathtub later they could have like worked in some twitches to his eye and he's exactly. just having weird Symptoms. I wonder. I wonder if any of that made it into the film. That's what I'm curious about. Yeah, we. But. I think we should watch it right after this and just sit down and break. Really watch the whole thing closely. Okay. Um, no. no yeah, nobody. You nobody. You want to sit through that? Yeah, I'm down. Let's do it. It's only like a 93 minute movie. We could do it. So this was this was the highest grossing indie film at the time. Mm-hmm. It had it, it had a budget of 13.5 million and it grossed 202 million. This is awesome. Yeah. That's so, and, it, and it was surpassed like 10 years later by Blair Witch Project. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. it took that long. That's it took a, good, a long a good time. Chunk of time. It, was okay. the, it was the most successful indie film for like 10 Again, years. it feels like it was made a, as an attempt to be a blockbuster movie. It should have been. Yeah. And and if we talked about all the like, there was so much promo and hype for it. At least I remember it with Pizza Hut, which is weird because like Corey said, uh, Domino's is the pizza that is in the movie that's delivered to him. And on that note, I just reminded me, you were talking about the costumes earlier. The four guys that wore the costumes, they're in the movie. At different points, there's uh the pizza guy was the guy who actually is in the suit for Michelangelo, right? Yeah, and then Raphael is the only guy that actually voiced the character, and he's in the cab. He's in the cab when they run into Raphael, and he's like, he goes, "What the heck was that?" That's a <laughs> that's my best. <laughs> I I told my brother on the way here that I had a couple predictions as to like the things that he would do during the, and one of them was definitely like impressions. I, there's actually one that I think he hasn't done yet, but I'll wait till the end and see every which ones every I time, off, every yeah. time I can't avoid it. I've I've had to give into it, and um, 
I feel for you I mean, for, going, so for going up at, with it. I'm so good at him. <laughs> well, actually, the part that was just about to play when the credits ended, that's what I thought he was going to say. This line right here that you actually Do you know what the line had. was? No, this is it right here. Oh, this one? Oh. Yeah, the one that's set up. I thought oh. he was going to say this. Where he goes, I lost a sigh. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's... I but I can get it back. I can get it back. Okay. It's like, oh, it's like Travolta. It's like early Travolta. <laughs> yeah. I got it. My Travolta is coming yeah. to play here. All right. <laughs> what was Gary's worst impression growing up? Uh, I mean, we, I, you guys have already all covered them. it. But I mean, yeah, all of them, of course. <laughs> but but the Marge Simpson is just... So, yeah. It's, <laughs> you guys wrote Mini Bobini. I think she said Mini Bobini one time. Yeah, on now the entire Because he's already done that in one episode. And it's like, okay, well, great. It's here it is on the second <laughs> one. I'm sure it'll be it'll come up in another one. But <laughs> Take okay. a sweater. So, um, <laughs> let's move on to a fun Sorry, fact. Yeah, yeah. Uh, apparently, for April O'Neil, the role of April O'Neil, and I don't know who, if this was someone turned it down, a lot of actresses were considered for the role. And I've got a list. Um, Jennifer Beals. Okay. This would have been this yeah. big time for Jennifer yeah. Beals back then. Marissa Tomei, Sandra Bullock, Nicole Kidman, Melanie Griffith, Sean Young, Lorraine Braco, wow. Winona Ryder, and Brooke Shields. Wow. Were all considered for April names. I don't know if considered means like... They said, like, this is like yeah. a dream list. Yeah. And of course, you're not going to do this movie <laughs> yeah. about, like, mutant turtles or they turned it. They, hmm. they. Oh, what am I? Not, I w- Marissa Tomei seems like a great fit to me, but I don't know. This might, but how, where was this in terms of my cousin Vinny? Uh, uh, a couple of years before. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So maybe it yeah. probably would have worked. I would have liked it. Would have upped my wow factor, if you know what I mean. Die. This, no. this is where oh, the, this is where the, this is where the editing, editing comes in. I need it. <laughs> Okay, so this is where we like to talk about our best moments and worst moments of the opening credit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm going to try and limit it to those few, that area where there's actually credit showing, but if you have to go out, we understand. Yeah. You know. um, Corey, what's your what's your best moment of the credits? Of the credits? Yeah. It has to be the part that you didn't like is the shadow part. I always love that part. It's not that you- I don't like the shadow jump. I don't like that it that Leonardo jumps out after. I think... And th- Misleading. Like, Usually, I'll say that, like, I hate when, like, movies pander to dumb people. But in my case, I never even noticed. Like, I would, I would tell <laughs> them. You were three and a half years old, Corey. You, <laughs> so you were the dumb it. people they were pandering to. Exactly. <laughs> we've watched it many times since then, though. So, But, yeah. Exa- and, I mean, like, I never, it just, I guess I just never analyzed it as much as I have now. But even even so, I think it's kind of clever the way that they set it up. If anything, I it's like cool. it more I, 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 that I looked at it. It just bothered once. me a little bit. Um I, it's not even my least favorite part. It's just I. Anyways, uh, what's your favorite part, Max? My favorite part is where Leo catches himself about to say "kicked ass" <laughs> in front of Splinter. I just like, I just love that they have to like, they can't say, "Oh yeah, we just had this great fight. We kicked it. We fought well." well it's yeah, so, yeah. so it's it so just so makes stupid. me laugh. Uh, my favorite part is the is literally the the first notes of the song because i did stuck in my head i love it it's upbeat um the whole song is great but just those initial from from where raphael whispers his damn which one (laughs) i'm gonna get to that because that'll segue perfectly into my least favorite moment of the credits is when raphael drops the second damn even though it's cool and it's edgy his voice is like too high i don't i don't know if you you go can you do an impression of the two no we're not gonna go back you do it it's like Damn! It's like really, it's like higher pitched. Like it doesn't sound like Raphael's how would, voice. How would Marge Simpson say that? <laughs> Damn! <laughs> <laughs> so that's my least favorite part. Is his his first dam is so cool and I really I love it as a kid. But the second dam just sounds more whiny to me. Like it's I don't know. So it's, that's the least favorite. That's my least favorite. Okay. Yeah. Wait, the first the first dam being the one where he's in the sewer and whispers well, it. Yes. Yes. Or like looking at April. Exactly. And then also I, I don't know if you remember later in the movie he yells "Damn!" when he's chasing Casey Jones. He like goes, oh, damn, yeah. and the whole city hears it. That's cool. That oh. that's badass. Like, don't get me wrong. So, where's the line where you can say damn and not ass in a movie? And what's like, what what was? I mean, this was it's PG, I think, right? Yeah, I so guess that's so. probably so it. Okay, ass was probably PG thirteen. Okay, okay. Yeah. I think they got what three dams in the movie. And three I dams. Think that was. Yeah. I don't know if that's and some violence. They're all in these opening credits. Yeah, there's all some the violence dams. too. Yeah, there um, was I, the, when they said there's one dam later. <laughs> They always like bring up the violence. I think Jim Henson hated the violence yeah. too. But yeah. like, yeah, when did. you watch the movie and the fights, like they have the weapons, but they're just they'll just like kick or they'll yeah. like push. They'll like push the, the first foot soldier. Fight is in the dark. You exactly. don't even see how exactly. violent was it. They're, and, and they're pickpockets. And like even like Case, Casey Jones and Raphael fight. It's not that bad. But I will say that Casey Jones does presumably murder a man at the very end. 
when Shredder falls into the garbage truck and he goes, oops, and he just closes the... Yeah, but as we all know... We know it's not a murder. It's but, not a murder. But We're it looked okay. like it could have been. We're yeah. okay. It's fine. And also... But there's also... What's his name? Tatsu? Mm-hmm. He beats the shit out of, uh, of a kid at one point. He like backhands him. Is that and- any worse than the Muppets, the, the explosion Muppet that likes to like blow up dynamite? No, no, Cause- no. He could seriously it's all, someone. It's all not that bad. But yeah. anyways, my getting back on point here, my my low mo- point is Raphael saying, damn, too high pitch. What's what's your low your low moment? Mine is it's related, is just that there's too many oh mans and dams. We get we get it, Raphael. <laughs> we get it. You're upset about oh, the man. you lost the sigh. It's just too much sulking for you, yeah. basically. The sulking of Raphael. Yeah. Even though yeah. that's my life now, I just <laughs> it's too much as a kid. It hits too close to home for yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, do you have a do you have a low point? I mean, I, Cor- Corey loves this movie probably more than true. me. It's so. true. I mean, but every time I watch it, I see something different. And I think maybe what about this one? I don't know if it, it really happens so much in these credits or if it's later on when they're taking April to her place. But they slosh around in like the slop of the sewer, just like open <laughs> and blatantly. And I'm kind of like a germaphobe, but like I think there is some sloshing in these opening credits. But for like sure. you know, yeah, you definitely know, is. April's trying to stay out, and, and like anyone would, like if you see a puddle, you don't just go start. Yeah, well, they're turtles you, though. You try to hop around and like them, but they're they amphibians. Just, like, but like it's sewer. Do water. they wash their hands before they eat? Wait, the pizza? are they reptiles or are they amphibians? Uh, Sorry, I don't know if that. I definitely don't think they wash their hands before they eat <laughs> pizza. Yeah, they're 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 they just fought a bunch of people. Their weapons are probably germy. They're given three. They're walking through the sewers. I like how we're both we're all letting the uh, reptiles or amphibians question go because none of us know the answer to it. <laughs> That's so true. Uh, Let's talk about their hand washing. <laughs> but no, I mean, I guess now that I think about it, like the turtles, if even if they saved you, they would stink. Right, like they yeah. would smell really they bad, would, yeah. and you'd be off put by that. I think maybe that's why April later is so freaked and out too. Splinter like, has fur; he's got to be just yeah. like disgusting. I just want to point out there that Corey's low point in the credits is that the general idea that turtles stink. That's, that's <laughs> it. So I wanted to, that's you know, fair. It's you that, do you think that bothered you as a child as well? Because that would make my oh. my day if you just like <laughs> if the, I'm like, just watching yeah, cringing the just whole a little, time, like OCD like, oh. child, like oh, they're disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now is the part of the podcast where we like to kind of like go into some extras. Bonuses. Obviously, usually we have like a theme or something, so there's covers, but this doesn't have a theme really. It's yeah. got that little like da 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 but yep. I don't think uh, it's it's covered. So Gary found some of this stuff yeah. for us to dive yeah. into. Gary, do you want to intro what we're about to listen to here? Well, this is just a bonus end credits song for you. Uh, I don't know if you all recall, but at the end of the movie, it goes right into the black screen credits. But there's a hip hop song that is called Turtle Power. And what this this I feel like this is common right in the 90s when yeah. you had like this movie and then it had a hip-hop version of, exactly. the, of like referencing what happened in the movie. Like I remember like Adam's family had like MC Hammer do yep. like – MC Hammer is also featured in the soundtrack. But anyways, oh, the end credits um, are from a, a duo called Partners in Crime. And Crime is spelled K-R-Y-M-E. Love that. And it pretty much rehashes the entire what happened in the movie. But it gets one fact wrong. It says that Raphael is the leader of the group, which I know bothered you. I, yeah, that, that always bothered me just like because it's not – I mean, it's not accurate. I just always picture three-and-a-half-year-old Corey <laughs> like, no. Uh, this is well, not, I mean, we watched, this will not go. Should point out, you're we, you're we Mickey Mouse as a child, by the way. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> we, we, we probably watched it until I was in my, probably way too old, in my late teens, and he was a little bit younger. But anyways, play a little bit of Turtle Power here. On the hot shell, then the heroes born. In this day and age, who could ask for more? The crime wave is high, with muggings mysterious. All police and detectives are furious, because they can't find the source of this lethally evil force. This is lethally. That's quite enough of that. Yeah, that's enough. He sounds kind of like the digital underground guy. Hum- yeah, Humpty, I thought Humpty it was dance. at first yeah. when I was listening yeah. through this. I was like, oh, did Humpty do uh, yeah. the turtles? Because that would make sense at the time, yeah. but I guess not. Um, what happened to Partners in Crime? Uh, they that that song actually reached number one in the UK, and it was like pretty, it reached pretty high in Billboard. Yeah, <laughs> and then they did they completely fizzled out like nothing after that. So that was their highlight. I I actually watched this whole video because you sent it over, and I I'm like it's all it, it's one of those like typical like whatever '90s music videos where they just use like scenes from the movie. But it looks like they had access to only two of the costumes. For like their own like oh, original yeah. stuff because oh, I was great. actually yeah. looking to see. So it's just Leonardo and Michelangelo doing like <laughs> fighting stuff, and then they have this really weird part in the middle where the mayor of the city is like giving them medals, and then it flashes two 
chick's butts for like a second and then it just goes back to normal like and i'm not I, i'd never actually watched the video before i heard the song we will like, uh, we'll include this link in the uh in the notes so you can all can check watching. it out yeah yeah it, all right. it was odd okay so here and then here is the another song this was turtle rhapsody was included if you bought the soundtrack apparently or yeah. like if you bought the I single i had the soundtrack you guys had the soundtrack i, don't I think definitely I had i, I definitely had it on I cd I, did. I don't know if i had it on tape but uh it included turtle rhapsody and i think it was this version of the song so if you play right it, so this is like this was also common where they'd have like a, a dj mix yeah um of with the clips from the movie like like uh sound like, bites quote, yeah sound, sound bites from the movie, movie. yeah I love it. Excellent. So it's just like yeah. But if you go back to the very, excellent. very, the very beginning of it, and just play it for a few seconds. The very top. Yeah. No. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, maybe I'm wrong. I thought there was. It does pop up in the song okay, at some point. Okay. It is in there. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Anyway, so those are a couple tracks for you, and. uh that's a nice. Yeah. Do you want to nice. do you want to move on to the if for those who had the VHS growing up? Yeah. For those yeah for the for for those of you that that had the VHS, it came with a commercial beforehand. A Pizza Hut commercial, which was first. Yeah. First. Yeah. We talked about the Pizza mm-hmm. Hut Domino's thing. It's weird that Domino's is in the movie, but Pizza Hut kind of like grabbed the marketing. <laughs> uh-huh. It is weird. So before we all had the VHS, before the VHS, there was this commercial. With a song and kids playing Little League. And it's a song that I know every word to to this day. I do too. I do too. When I was listening to it for this, I do. It's just. It's ingrained in my memory. Yeah. They did their job. They they brainwashed us. It makes me want. I want Pizza Hut right now too. Well, just, I, just so you know, I just kind of you wonder. always want Pizza Hut. <laughs> why? Why didn't we Pizza fast Hut? Please forward? sponsor us, please. Pizza <laughs> Hut, please. We will just give us money and we will say Pizza Hut eight hundred times. Uh, what did you say, Corey? What I was it? just saying Pizza Hut. No. Well, oh, why did they? Why didn't we fast forward? Because <laughs> no, I was just saying Pizza Hut to get the sponsorship. <laughs> well, we no, didn't, um, we didn't fast forward. Wait, you, you know something I've noticed that we're we're saying these the names of these companies. So we did this last time too. Before they pay us. So why would they pay us? We're horrible business. <laughs> we'll do it more though. Men. We'll do it more. Okay. We promise. Okay. We promise. So I just cut to like the towards the very end yeah. of this. So the kid just caught a fly ball and this is the end of the song. I know we're not alone with knowing this song either. Everyone knows this yeah. song if you had this VHS. I play right field. It's important to know. You gotta know how to catch. They gotta know how to throw. That's why I play in right field. Way out where the dandelions grow. As a proud sponsor. Hell yeah, Okay, Pizza so then they, they, these little leaguers, they, he caught the ball. He won the game. Because yeah, he's he, a total he, doofus loser kid that doesn't isn't any good at sports, but he puts up his glove against Lucky. And is that a – what's his name from Mighty Ducks? I, I think it is. It is? Yep. Okay. The what's catcher, it, right? The, the, the catcher. The, yeah. 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 Okay. But he's uh, a – He's the goalie. The goalie, yeah. yeah. What's his name? Goldberg? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, that's the Pizza Hut commercial that goes into the VHS that we all have in our brains mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. Um, corporations control us. Exactly. Is what we can all agree Very on. Very true. Did, did yeah. the Mighty please, Ducks – Please pay us corporations <laughs> to promote your products did the mighty ducks come out before turtles or after i guess after, it was after. okay it so was that explains yes. it was, this was his big break probably it was his pizza well i was gonna say why wouldn't he be the main kid if he was a star in this shot the coach is really just like yelling at the kid while he's eating yeah i'm not really sure what that's all about but that coach looks familiar too like he's like a b list actor back in the day or something yeah this last little clip i want to show you is the first words when splinter's telling his story um about how the turtles came to and be. We don't, we don't usually do this, by the way. We don't usually give you little movie nuggets, but because there's this, a reason for it. Yeah, yeah. That that ties into the next clip I want to show. <laughs> so they're the first. Let's just cut to what the first words from the turtles were. Big shock. But nothing could have prepared me for what happened next. One of them spoke. Pizza, pizza. More words. Fi- pizza, pizza. 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 pizza pizza was the first words so on an episode of whose line is it anyway one of the one of the games was what what are what's what are baby drew carey's first words yeah and ryan styles comes out and does this <laughs> pizza do you think he actually did that as a nod to turtles or was it just random 100 percent. but that's exactly what it is it's the yeah. turtle and he even yeah, looks he like does. the turtle it's doing true. it yeah that's it's 100 percent. Yeah. you know so we have made it through yeah that's all I have for you guys. You forgot one thing, though. 
What did I forget, Gary? Would a lion make these credits better? You're right. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> the, the our our most our newest segment is would a lion be better in these opening credits because in Adam's family they just have a random lion walking through. It makes no sense. There's a shot of a lion walking through their house. And I joke that there's immediately 1.5 points extra in your credits because you have a lion in it. Yeah. So would a lion make these credits better and where would you put it? Ooh. I, I gotta say that for the first time, no, in this one. I no? don't think I don't think so. It'd be it would just be too jarring. It wouldn't make I, I, the lion in the sewer might be a little scary for the turtles. I, I, I don't like it. I, I'm going to say no, for this one only so far, no lion. Let me convince you otherwise. Okay. While, right. Okay. While I have you, while I have your attention here, I think uh, one, either a mutated lion would be fun to see like a mutated version in their world of a lion. Okay. A mutated lion. Maybe, which I think, I think one of the toys was, there was a, like a lion. There was, I had a character. Well, in that Turtles was a lion. 2, there was Token Razor, but they weren't, neither one was a There was lion. an actual, like in the cartoon, there was a King Lion. Heart. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Okay. I had the toy. Oh, yeah. yeah I had yeah. the toy. I don't, yeah. I don't remember the cartoon okay. at all. But they had toys of everything. Yeah. Didn't they? yeah I mean, yeah, like, yeah. everything was a character. Right. There was so like a any stingray. Animal. So, okay. But I'm going to take that. I want a real lion in here. I don't want to. So, a, I'm doing real if lion. You, now. If you put, yeah, 100% a real lion sitting with Splinter and Splinter's just petting the lion, tell me that doesn't make the credits better. You have convinced me otherwise. If you put a lion if they walked into the lair and a lion was just sitting next to splinter and he was like meditating and pet- okay that i'm convinced 100 percent. i'm I- telling you every time yeah a lion makes found, the credits better you yeah found a way. i think that's yeah and as long as they don't acknowledge that he's sitting there even better exactly like, just it's, like why is there a lion why like is splinter just has a pet lion that that's pretty cool all right i take it back i take it back Okay, so if it would have, so are we at our, our score time? It's time to okay. score. Um, this is so, going to be our first three-way yes, score. Yes, I'm going to have to do some work for the average here. Um, yeah. So if you don't know, list loyal listeners, or if you do, uh, we we score on a key grips scale. That's true. Um, we use key grips because we don't know what key grips are. We don't, and but please email uh, creditscorepodcast at gmail.com. Let us know. We don't um, care. I we I won't look, but uh, I'm I'm yeah, you know I'm high on this movie. It shaped my childhood. I love it. I say, dude constantly to this day and i love pizza i'm gonna blame it on the turtles who knows if it's genetic or not i think it was now that we know what they did to us with that song (laughs) and pizza hut but i love this movie but the credits themselves you know they're fine i'm gonna give it a 7.5 i'm gonna pass this over 7.5 key grips 7.5 key grips that's pretty good okay i'm gonna pass this one over to Corey. Yeah, I was his score. I was kind of in the same boat. I mean, I never really focused on them. So that's kind of the the, the highlight of them for me is that they're so sneaky. Like other than the it's logo, part of the movie. yeah, it's part of the movie. But they kind of, I feel like they could have timed it out better. The the rest of the scene, like where where it ends, like where the credits end, versus like the rest of that scene is like another minute or two. Yeah, I think that's they could have just like stretched them out a little bit. So I'm going to give them a seven seven key grips, okay. seven key grips from Corey. Okay. Um, I'm going to go a little bit lower than you guys. Trust me. I grew up on this movie too. I love it. But as far as credits go and what we've seen so far in in credits from each episode, it's pretty – it's – I got to give it a – Leaves a lot to be desired, would you say? a 4.5. Oh, my. And that's without a line. That hurts my heart. (laughs) If they put a line in it, they would have got a little bit bummed. I'm sorry. It's just just, there's not that much going on in that short period of time with the credits. 4.5? And and I'm very angry at Raphael and his too many oh, mans and dams in that short period of time. (sighs) I mean – You know – to be honest, um, oh sorry, Corey, I cut you off. Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say in the set. I think they fixed the credits a bit in the second one. I noticed in this one the logo pops up and then Leo jumps up and kind of pushes the logo out of the way, like in, in like oh, bad in bad ed- like you know editing in the '90s style. It kind of like almost like he pushes it in the second movie. Like their opening credits, every time that somebody like makes a motion, they're like knocking the credits away off. So the it's screen. a little more interactive. So okay. I think they yeah. took that into account when they made yeah. their second yeah, credits. Yeah, I'm gonna them. say when when people start interacting with the credits in in movies i it, it gets board. a little boost yeah it gets a little boost in my scoring system i i enjoy that too like except for when Shaq black in our school of rock episode <laughs> didn't know which way the credits rolled that's true go back and listen to the school of rock episode and credits for that one um all right so 4.5 4.5 is my i'm sorry and guys. then i gave it a 7.5 I, I wish you i wish everyone listening could see the look of disappointment i have from the dudak <laughs> brothers looking at me right now no i, I totally did it I, I i it's not necessarily doesn't stand out for the credits alone but uh anyway 7.5 for me seven for Corey, 4.5 for you gives a final credits score score 
of 6.333 repeating keepers. Forever. Forever, forever. Yeah. Like, like, like Raphael repeating oh, damn and oh man forever and ever. Yeah. Damn! And constantly damn. throwing his side to knock white bulbs out when he could be using them for anything <laughs> for, else. To fight, yeah, to fight the bad guys. But it couldn't be seen, so, you know. It all makes sense. Anyways, right. that, Corey, that wraps it up. Corey, yeah. thank you for joining us for, for being our me. first guest. Great. Damn. Right. It's time It's time to let's talk about what we're doing next. Oh. Um, it's a TV pick. It's my turn to pick yep. because yep. I put you on the spot for this one. We're going to be doing the opening credits from uh, Showtime's show Shameless, which is still on. It's had a very long run. Yeah. I think it's the first um, Showtime show, right? Yeah. Yeah. We, we, yeah, we did. yeah. I think it's our first yeah. Showtime show that we're doing. Okay. So okay. that'll be a fun one because they're those are fun opening credits. All right. Well, on that note, uh, thanks again, Corey, for coming. Loyal listeners, we love you. Tell everybody. Leave us five stars. And, uh, and subscribe. Uh, subscribe. Review, check download. Us out on Instagram. And, do everything uh, positive for us, but don't do anything negative. Yeah. And, uh, and Bossa Nova. And uh, go eat some Pizza Hut pizza. Or Domino's. Which one are we? Just which any, team, team are we on here? Just pizza. I need it. Yeah. Oh, baby. Okay.